Hello, 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 and uh, welcome to the uh, Whatever Podcast. And uh, today I'm joined um, by Meet Myself and I. Uh, no one else is here with me. So, welcome, audience. It's just going to be me and you. We're going to get real intimate. Real, I'm going to get real close to the mic, and we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to talk about um, a lot of things. Um, but uh, but first, I'd like to introduce uh, some surprise guests who just walked through the door. 12 minutes late. Uh, Chris and Preston, welcome to the show, everyone. Yo, yo, hey. yo. Hello. What is Let's up? Preston <laughs> in. Uh, what, a cigar. what a surprise. What an Going absolute on. surprise. I thought I thought you guys did. Uh, I thought you guys uh, got held up. I think you guys got railroaded. Uh, just been busy, busy doing the Flash Fridays. Oh, yeah. yeah. Taking off. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, uh, so guys, I don't really know what to make this episode about now because we're just gonna, it was just going to be me and, and we were going to get real intimate. I was going to share some of my darkest secrets, but I guess that's going to happen. Oh, we can still do that. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. So go ahead. Go ahead and get started. Let's, um, okay. Let's pull out those skeletons. All right. Well, All right. Right. it's just, just us. <sighs> okay. So, um, one time I was on a cruise and, uh, the, that was just last week, wasn't it? No, just no, no, no. So. Oh, oh okay. no, no, no. Wait, Uh-oh. did you not hear, did you not hear about the, wait a minute. Wait, Uh-oh. <laughs> was that a joke? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, no, I did not go on a cruise this past week. Oh, I, I was, uh, I was, can you guys take a guess? I was, Disney. Yay. Yay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, I was on a cruise and I was like 13 and they didn't have any of the waffle cones for the yogurt machine. And it was like two in the morning. And so like there were no bowls or anything, but kind of silly. Cause like a 24 seven yogurt machine, you know? Uh, so I put my head under the nozzle and I just squeezed a bit of yogurt in there. And what about my day? Squeezed a bit of yogurt. Huh? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Hey, soft serve, soft serve yogurt. It's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, but that's nice. my dark secret. <laughs> Man, you got some, you got some issues there, Connor. Uh, have uh, you seen someone about that? Have I? Mm-hmm. No, no one ever found out. No, damn. Oh, you mean about my issues, not the yeah. yogurt? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Uh, Welcome everyone to the show for this week. Um, now that five minutes of our odd tangent, uh, it, it's over. You can breathe, you can skip past all that cringe. Um, <laughs> we don't really, we're trying out kind of a new format for the show. Uh, we don't, we're not, we're not focusing on one single topic. Uh, you know, this podcast uh, for the current Usually never moment. stays on one cup. Exactly. 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 So why not, why not like, uh, you know, why not bring a few into the picture? And uh, to be quite honest, I know it was my idea, but I was kind of just kind of riff off of your guys' topics. So, uh, all right. Who wants to go first? Hmm. I don't know. Pre- Preston, do you have a strong topic yet or what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just going to kind of talk about uh, some gaming news that I've been interested in past week. All right. So, uh, if you haven't heard, um on the tail end of microsoft buying uh activision blizzard uh for how much was it uh, 68.7 billion dollars um sony playstation 
has bought Bungie for two or no, $3.2 billion, I think. No surprise there. Yeah. What are these big game gaming monopolies now or what? Yeah. um, I mean, not really, but to to put it, to put it into perspective, like Chris uh, Blizzard, was responsible for world of Warcraft. And Activision is responsible for all of all of duty games. Okay. And uh, Bungie is responsible for the Halo series that Microsoft acquired after Bungie said that they were. Nice. So <clears throat> a few massive franchises and destiny. Well, yeah, destiny, but it, what do um, you mean? Oh, well, destiny. it's the, it's the third largest MMO in the world. Yeah. But like, it's not Halo. Since 2017. It's not Halo. Not even Halo's Halo. <laughs> uh you played infinite it's great um it is great i love it but uh, hey, all right so, but, but but chris isn't so gonna know we, chris isn't right, gonna so know destiny you know. so we started this year out with these big gaming fights i i think really the gaming topic is gonna have to fall off the table at some point because we don't need uh, we don't need the, we don't need anyone stomping out of the room or off the off the show if we if we get into it, you got to stick around. You got to stay for the Chris, fight. I can't help that Red Dead wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, okay. Oh um, no! All right, but but uh, but but realistically, I didn't say Destiny. I, I I enjoy Destiny, but I didn't say Destiny because Chris is going to know Destiny, but he's going to know like probably Halo Combat Evolved. Oh uh, yeah, um, I know those. So uh, <laughs> so they're responsible for those games, and that's why it's kind of a big deal. And then, uh, um, oh, what's it called? No, I forgot. Let's see. Oh, jeez. Uh, do, do you keep notes? Do you keep notes? Do you keep notes? Do you keep like a piece of no. paper in front of you? No. You ever thought about doing not. that? No. Oh yeah, Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden oh, Ring here we go. Here we go. Okay, okay, okay. All right, the train's back on the tracks, guy. It is. Um. Yeah. I got okay, a question for you. Do you think Elden Ring is going to be like good or do you think it's too overhyped? Uh, I think it'll be really good from what I saw of it. Uh, there's a YouTuber I watch, Vaidya Vitti. I, Say that I, again? I, I think that's his name. Um, he's like from another country, but uh, he played the game early. Um, and it's really, uh, seems really good. I think it might be a little overhyped, but well, I've I mean, kind of stayed away from all the like, uh, like pretty much anything besides watching a first few minutes of gameplay. I think the fear, uh, like I watched a video and, and, and this kind of rang true to me at least because like, I think it suffers from the same thing that cyberpunk is suffering from and that it is entirely too overhyped because the game's promising a ton. Well, it's well, actually that depends not really on if you actually deliver it and like, uh, exactly. Well, exactly. Like exactly. Project, right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like we don't know, like we have no idea. Um, the fear, the fear is that this game is going to be like a boring souls like because it's open world. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, granted, you know, I, I really don't know. Game's not out, but, uh, that it, it kind of like made me scared because we live in a day and age where something could look so good from the outside, like a movie or a game. Finally, when you watch it, it's like, oh, wow, that wasn't that good. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of one of the good things from software pretty much has kept their mouth shut about the game up till like the, pretty much like past year. 
I think only only <clears throat> people have known about us for like the past couple of years. I don't know. I just uh, I don't see them releasing anything unfinished or in a way that they wouldn't like. Their games well, are always so. That's what we thought so, about CD Projekt Red, though, too. I guess so, but you know, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a game. I don't think it's a game. They did lie a lot on that one, though. Yeah, I don't think it's a designer. It's like I don't think it's a designer's fault. Oh, it's yeah, like, obviously not. It's the but company. Also, it's the it's the head. The, the their, labor labor laws and stuff is not not very good uh, for game designers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty big. Like, like people don't realize how significant that acquisition actually is. And suddenly, like, it's huge. It's it's uh, probably what was best for for Activision. Well, sure. Oh yeah. At this point, uh, Chris, I'm not I'm not sure if you know what's going on with Activision, but basically, there's this massive strike. Um, most all most and all of their employees were pretty much going on strike because of a lot of the stuff going on the heads of the studios. Stuff. Uh, good stuff. So, right. so what happens to all those employees with Actually, this acquisition? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I thought. Uh, if I thought the CEO, I thought like the president or what was like, he, he resigned. Sure. No, he's, uh, hasn't resigned actually, which is crazy. Oh, um, he's getting paid out whenever <laughs> and he's, uh, stepping down once, uh, once the acquisition is done. Uh, not to go off topic, but it's a similar story. I don't want, I don't want to like talk about it. Saw a thing. So, I I don't I don't know if you guys pay I I guess I pay attention to it a little bit more. I don't pay attention to a whole lot of news, and you guys might. So you guys pay attention to news in general. But uh, I saw a picture of like an article. Um, it it was uh it was a Reddit post made by a Disney shareholder, pretty significant Disney shareholder, and uh, <clears throat> they were pretty much making a plea to vote Bob Chapek out of chair. Up on the ex on the uh, next upcoming uh, thing, um, on the elections. So really, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're voting against the election of Bob Chapek. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty interesting. So what is yeah? What's the issue? Oh wow. Um. I, I guess I guess where do I start? Uh, oh. He's uh, pretty much making a ton of cutbacks that's affecting the quality of the parks and uh, other other aspects of like Disney and entertainment. Um, cutting back on employees. Uh, just recently, I think the most recent thing is the Galactic Star Cruiser, which is a hotel. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen this. It is a, a totally two. It's a two day. It's a completely immersive hotel. That sort of acts like a cruise ship and you don't leave for two days. Obviously you can if you want. Um, but the idea is that you don't leave for two whole days and it's supposed to be like you're in space on a star cruiser. Um, and you go through this whole immersive experience and it's, it's supposed to be really cool. Well, all the people that they hired, all the wait staff, they were unable to come to a, a agreements over wages. And so they were all fired and uh, they hired other people. And that, that just baffles me. That's insane. Like, listen to your people, you know? Um, but they cut back on a ton of entertainment aspects in the parks and uh, just recently raised prices inside the parks again on food and beverage items by like 75 cents being the max. And I know that that sounds like a little, but 
you put you put this in a perspective of really small chocolate like a chocolate ice cream bar like a mickey bar is now six dollars yeah i was looking at a recent recent post here that's the biggest gripes they're saying is the price hikes for tickets the food and merchandise increases that they're seeing did you do you know what his salary is um, he just, he just revealed it, uh, didn't he? He just revealed how much he made throughout COVID and just recently. And like, it kind of made us sick to our stomach. So his compensation in 2021 is 32.5 million. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think anyone can be worth that much. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think there are a couple people, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a touchy conversation. Like, I think there are very few people in this world who are probably are worth that much. But uh, those people get consistent criticism because of how much money they have. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so he's up for up for vote on March 9th, it says. Yeah. At yep. the share, shareholder meeting. Yeah. And, Sound, uh, you know. Sounds like he'll be on his way out. Well, I mean, maybe I, I really don't know the outreach of how big this post is, but it's making it's making headlines. Uh, so it could be pretty big. You, who, who's to say we're talking about the biggest company on the planet. So but I mean, like, yeah. like I, I just I went on a seven day trip and I spent thirty five hundred dollars probably like in total for this whole thing. Like while I was there on top of the tickets and the room. And, and that's like the most I've ever spent. And I could, I could tell, I could tell things were way more expensive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they had, they had like a couple new parks every 20 years, parts every 20 years. Now you, now you got to pay 10 times as much. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's that. I think, I think a lot of companies and not just them, you know, coming out of COVID, they're like, Oh, Hey, here's an excuse to, uh, here's an excuse to hike our prices up. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yep. Ah, well, who knows? I, I'll, I'll never have that much money in my life. All right. So <laughs> is say. there is there another uh, game studio that's going to be gobbled up by one of these big companies? I don't know. I, I think well, the other, I guess there's only them. there's Rockstar left. Rockstar is, is I mean, still there's, independent. There's a few, I think, like a few Rockstar and um, from software. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man, what a happens when all, what happens when all all the independents are gone? Then you'll have to buy a console to play a certain game. Like nothing yeah. will be cross-platform anymore, and, and that's kind of what we're moving towards. But also, everything's kind of there's the weird part about that is a lot of uh, game. Makers are kind of realizing, I mean, if we put our game on this, it, we're going to make more money anyway. Like, well, and that's I why think the new, I think the new thing will, yeah, I think the new thing will be timed exclusives, not exclusive exclusives. So like maybe within the first year, it's only going to be on this platform. And, and they've been, they've been doing that. Uh, they've been doing that the last few years. I, I, the first time I noticed it was with, uh, um, Oh my god, was Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn? Dawn. Yeah, is it Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that was, yeah, the, that was the their first, first one. Yeah. Uh Crash yeah, Bandicoot the... then became uh it came on PC. Um or that because that was yeah. previously exclusive. 
Um, yeah. Well, actually, no. Um, what's weird is uh, Xbox now owns Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Xbox owns Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, because it was never an actual uh, Sony. Never actually owned it. But Naughty Dog. They, they had ex- Naughty they had Dog, like exclusive uh, rice yeah, rights. Yeah, they, they partnered. The... They partnered with Naughty Dog, and that's why Uncharted was the same way. Yeah. But um, one of it was Activision that actually owned Crash Bandicoot, so they acquired the rights to Crash Bandicoot games now. Ah. Well, Activision's going to run into the ground. Well, the Microsoft's now. <laughs> Uh, yeah hang on that's insane that is crazy that's crazy to think okay publishers do you think this is do you think this is good no by the all these uh these microsoft and sony gobbling up all all the independence do you think this is going to kill some creativity um i mean i think for like in this individual like um like look at it with microsoft like so with activision and blizzard they're already kind of heading in the way of just trying to be cash grabs for most of their games quick turnaround times all that stuff which is why and i think they have such low like a low amount of players nowadays yeah so like for this particular buying yes i think uh phil spencer is a really good CEO for Xbox. And I think that what they've shown, uh, especially with like Halo Infinite, they delayed it a whole year with the launch of the Xbox to let them finish the game. And that and that that was, and that then, was huge. That was, it was huge. 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 Canceling that launch of an Xbox console, delaying Halo coming out on it. Yeah. But yeah, I think it'd be it'll be a good thing for Activision and Blizzard, and hopefully, like um, the developers are able to start, you know, putting some more heart into it, like they used to. But yeah, like, believe I don't it or know. not, the the massive console companies like Sony and Xbox, like they they actually make some pretty good decisions about like and they come out with so many hit games, Forza. Yeah. Forza and and don't don't rail me on this one, but Microsoft Flight Simulator and 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 like yeah. <laughs> partnering partnering with Square Enix for Final Fantasy and and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, like all those games, the Spider Man games, the Insomniac, like yeah, it, it can only mean good things, but I, it's gonna get really tiring. Weird. Being like it's... oh, to play this con to play this game that I once played on all consoles, I now have to buy this console to play it. Yeah, what I don't know. It's uh. It's it's weird because in the gaming sphere, um, even though like, like you have uh, like Stardew Valley or like um, like independent, like you can make it big as pretty as like a one man band creating a game. Yeah. So like, there's always a new studios popping up, and I think that I don't know. I don't think it'll be a problem for at least. in a way that Microsoft and Sony and all these big publishing companies purchasing them up provides them with the content they need and want to provide on their platforms. And also these um, game studios don't have to feel as though they have to pump out like uh, just quick turnaround time games to make money while they're developing games. 
So. Though, if you if you ask me, I think that they're they're pulling a lot of desperate moves to try to compete with uh, PC gaming now. Because like, yeah, they publish their games on PC, but like, do you know how much money Valorant makes in like League of Legends and games? Like oh yeah, that? a ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> a, a ton, a ton, and a that's ton. something that console players can't experience. So these free play games, these people just gravitate towards. Uh, I mean, yeah, you have to have like a a couple yeah. thousand dollar PC to play them, but ultimately, I mean, you don't even need that. Well, like, you can yeah, put a potato if you want. Well, yeah, some potatoes. <laughs> a lot of um, people do. But but that like that's my point. Like like people people are willing to dip more money into a computer for a larger payoff because you have a wider selection of games and I think consoles are doing anything they can. And, and, uh, so also there's a large demographic that's never going to buy a PC. It's just wants to go get their console and they are stuck in old ways. Um, I'm still going to buy like, like for my birthday, I'm going to go and trade in my old switch to go get the new, uh, switch OLED. (laughs) I am. So in two weeks, uh, I'll be and then the new Steam Deck. The, yeah, I'll, I'll be receiving the Steam Deck. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm really excited about that. I think. Uh, I think. Gabe, Have you got your notification yet? No, no, no. So, so, so the way this works is they send out the emails um, at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and that mm-hmm. is your spot in line to order the steam deck. And once you get your email, you hop in, you order it. And then it ships out on, on Friday. So once again, PC gaming, it's coming back. It's coming back to make it a, make it a come. Well, I mean, it doesn't really need to come back. I was going to say, I've been wanting a PC since uh, I was in college. So I, it's, it's making like a re a revitalization again with it being handheld because not only did game, no make it affordable to do so. Um, oh, it, it, it's a, it's a power, it's a powerful machine. It's like the Elon Musk of, uh, of gaming. Oh, technology. Oh, Gaben. So how much is the steam deck? Uh, the top model goes for six forty nine. Okay. Wait, is that the top model? Yes. I think I think the top model goes to like seven hundred and something. I think it's seven twenty nine. No, nah, it was six forty nine. I go go ahead and go ahead and keep talking. I'll look it up. But uh, you're right. Five hundred twelve gig. Six forty nine. Three ninety nine. Five twenty nine. Six forty nine. I mean, it's relatively. Um, it's, it's that pretty... is surprising. Like that just surprised me again how cheap it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think um, I'm fairly certain. Oh my god! I mean, gosh. obviously. Oh, wow. Like, we, we, kind reserved of this, we reserved this back in July of last year. That was so, that felt, that's like, holy that crap. That felt like yesterday. I know. I like yesterday I, we were talking. We were like, I hey, honestly got, this? yeah, I honestly got that it was like October and I was like, yeah, I mean, I might as well. It's like five bucks, you know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Is, is it only gaming or can you do other uh, computer it's, stuff on it? You so here's the deal, yo. Um, they have a... Um, like a software, like a light software on top of Windows 10. Mm-hmm. And if you so choose to um, put it on the dock. Uh, download, like, yeah, there's also a dock mode, but you can also uh, switch it um, over on the actual Steam Deck to, you can, re- you can run Windows 10 on it, basically. Like you can add it onto there. Hmm. 
and uh it works just like a computer basically just a just a windows 10 device in your hands with Looks pretty uh, cool. some special optimizations for games through steam it's honestly really it's a really cool uh <clears throat> really cool deal um yeah yeah hey, there's uh there's a lot of uh a lot of pros a few cons like graphic abilities um because like the the switch is severely limited in what it can do but that's why people design games specifically for the switch and tend to not really Mm -hmm. port a whole lot over unless it's an older game um so yeah it's pretty cool i i think it's i think it's pretty cool and speaking of the switch you know it uh out past the uh playstation one and the wii u for sales really the switch or not the wii u the wii the wii i was gonna gonna say the wii u i i I didn't know anyone that had the wii u except for austin marlow yeah (laughs) (laughs) he was the only one i didn't even know i thought it was just an add-on to the wii i didn't even know it was its own console i i I don't know i i think it's because of the content on the switch there's a lot of good stuff on there oh yeah i mean it was the first time it's the first time really a lot of third-party developers have developed something for the switch yeah like could you imagine like I like one of the first time I saw uh, Skyrim on like the switch. I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> like going, imagine going to yourself like in whenever you were playing Skyrim on like your Xbox 360 and be like, Hey, you're going to be able to just walk around with this. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But I, but Preston, you know, I have a vendetta against Skyrim. <laughs> Chris, it's been what released. It's been released like eleven times. Yeah, it's fine. Just they just won't. They won't make a new game. They won't make a new game. And I'm getting tired of them being the like. I'm getting tired of like like on, on like E3. Like they come around and they like get up on stage and they walk around. And they're like, this year we have something very exciting. All you Skyrim people who have played this game before. <laughs> You're going to be able to play Skyrim on that small little LED screen on your microwave. Where people got to go crazy. <laughs> so, Preston, you're going to do the Steam Deck and you're doing an updated switch to the OLED? Yeah. Man, high Steam roller. Deck. I mean, not really. It's not that much. Uh, there are, right now, GameStop is offering almost 200 bucks for a complete like switch turn-in. Hear me out. I don't see the point in moving to a switch OLED. Um, I really just want it for the screen, honestly. The I mean, only complaint no I have about the regular it. Switch is how dim the damn screen is on the regular Switch. Yeah, I mean, I've not. I mean, I really don't have any issues with my Switch, honestly. But um, I don't know. I figured like uh, it's just like with my PS4 Pro when I bought it. Um, I figured I would just keep the because I, I like to keep a lot of like my electronics but figured i would keep the best version of that thing so i went ahead and just i mean to be fair i bought the switch and the xbox and the playstation 4 pro but it's not yeah keep going <laughs> but yeah if you wait, I, if you I, wait long I, enough i just like want the me, best um then eventually you'll just get god of war handed to you on the pc yeah that's crazy. That you wait, I, here, here's how crazy that is, Connor. I played that whenever we were living in the apartment in Bloomington. Yeah, well, this is my first God of War game, so I don't really think about it. 
I, I'm oh, I'm very really? salty about I'm very salty about Final Fantasy and Spider Man though. I'll say that. I want I want a PlayStation purely for those games. Yeah. Well, I think um, God of War was my first like um, it was like the first game I played on my PlayStation Two. Yeah, and I I truthfully never played it, but I I like back in the PlayStation days, I wasn't necessarily a hardcore gamer. That didn't happen until like uh, you know, like if I wasn't playing Lego, Star Wars, and Batman, I I was I was playing much. Um, and I don't want to burn up I don't want to burn up the entire show on this topic. I want I want to give a Chris. Hey, a Chris. <laughs> Chris, in the fifteen minutes that Preston has left. Yeah, uh, we're down to about five now, it looks like. Uh, so here we go. So we're going to be posting this on the backside of the Super Bowl. I already know Preston's opinions a little bit through text. <laughs> are All right, Connor, are you going to be watching the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Every year. All right. Because of because of the game or because of the halftime show or because uh, of the commercials? The game. The game, always the game. Okay, but right, but, so but it's kind of a mix. It's kind of a mix because now, like, because of the game, it has now become a. I enjoy all aspects while watching the game. All right, so let's start with the game. Who are you? Who are you betting on to win the Super Bowl? <sighs> I I think it's really. Oh my gosh. Tom so you going uh, with the Rams or the Bengals? I'll be honest. I think I'm going to go with the Bengals. In Cincinnati, it's not that far off. Close to yeah, close to home. Close, close to, to home. home. Close to home. Yeah, I don't really care. I guess I'm going to be watching for the halftime show. So, uh, what do you think about this year's halftime show? Massive throwback show, right? So we have um, Dr. Dre, uh, Snoop Absolutely. Dogg, uh, Kendrick Lamar, um, yep. Mary Jay-Z. J. Blige. Yeah, I'm no Jay Z. No, no, no Jay Z. I thought Jay Z was Eminem. Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. What's and... Kendrick Lamar gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I'm mean? curious about that too. Like, it's been a minute since like we got some music from him. But like, look at all the classics he's got. I know, but still, like, why make your uh, appearance with without some new music? Maybe that's the point. Well, look at like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, they uh, go way back. Snoop Dogg, though. I mean, it's not like it's not last, like like like. What, what, would you watch? Would you watch it if like Macklemore was on it this year? Oh, he already answered this. He already answered this. But but I, would you I be would upset? At, would you be upset he if would he not. didn't post new music? Yeah, I'd be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's like, what's the point? I think it's an added double if you're releasing something, but I don't think it's necessary. Kendrick Lamar has such a massive classic discography at this point. So early in his career, he's considered to be like one of the best ever that he doesn't need it. You know, I always thought that the artists got paid for doing that show, but they get paid nothing to do the halftime show. Yeah. They're paid nothing. Hmm. That blew my mind. I I think I found that that out like last year or the year before. Yeah. They, it's at no cost to them. And think of the millions of dollars that roll in. Do they, the do they help? Like, here's the thing though. Do they help pay for the show to go on? Probably not. Like, do, do I probably, do they help with like all of the, 
like expenses and going into like uh like, does like let's say it? like like the weekend's performance like whatever it was a long time ago or whatever like this do they pay for all that stuff no way it's all by the company by like it's uh who's it been re- like pepsi pepsi the pepsi halftime show is that right yeah it's all them. Uh, it is so, all them. so so based on Esquire, this is what Esquire says. The surprising truth is that halftime performance aren't paid to perform at the Super Bowl. Per league policy, the NFL covers all costs related to the production of the halftime show, but the performers don't take home a paycheck. So the NFL covers there it. Although the, the NFL foots the bill for their travel expenses. So I guess, yes, they do pay for all of the stuff for their show they just and don't then, pay the pay the artist and then a company yeah. comes in like pepsi and pays nfl to quote-unquote sponsor the show and essentially just hands them the money for everything yeah so it's a money through the nfl i guess to pay those costs that's wild that's insane but it is crazy i guess it is still a one leg up with the the artist then so okay. so do you, do you think the this year's do you think it's too hyped up or do you think they're going to deliver Oh, I think they're going to deliver. They're going to deliver for sure. I do too. There's there's no way they're not going to. So, uh, Preston, to touch on your point about the new music, uh, 2010, The Who played the uh, halftime show. The Who? Yeah, exactly. The Who played (laughs) (laughs) played, uh, in 2010. Madonna played in 2012. Um, The Red Hot Chili Peppers in 2014. I mean, yeah. Uh, Missy Elliott did old. features, but Missy Elliott old. in 2015. Wait, yeah. Justin Timberlake in 2018. Um, let's see. Shakira in 2020. And Jennifer Lopez. Old. Old. Yeah, but, okay, but, but Kendrick Lamar is not young. I know, but he's still in his uh, prime of making music. I mean, when did he start? long time ago with oh uh, 2012 he started in 2012 i mean he's uh he's 34 he's not like he's not young you know but um i mean i i yeah I, he's got so many like so many classic classic albums and has won so many pres- like prestigious awards <laughs> yeah i know well, he doesn't I, like, really need no, the new music no i guess he does he needs new music you just want new music it's true <laughs> We always need new music. You but know what? You know what? The t- the uh, top three shows halftime shows were, and the bottom three halftime shows were. Top three, okay. I'd have to say Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and Katy Perry. This Prince no. J Lo and okay. Shakira, twenty twenty. Oh really? Beyond, top three? Uh, Beyonce, are we, are we on top Beyonce, twenty thirteen. Yeah, top three. Beyonce, okay. twenty thirteen. Okay. And, and Prince twenty seven or two thousand seven. Oh. Yeah, I was right. Oh, I actually Bottom remember. Three. I remember watching that Prince one at your house, Chris. Oh Bottom yeah, th- one of the parties, one of the uh, Super yeah. Bowl parties we had. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, Bottom three. I'm gonna say I'm. I'm gonna guess at least one of them, and that's that has Katie to Perry. be the Justin Timberlake. Oh, what else? Number three. Or, uh, what other three? Katie Perry. All right. All right. Um, One more. Um, let's go with, uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me make up some more options here. <laughs> I only Caesar. have like a few. 
No, you can't look it up. I can't. I, no, I'm just looking up like a whole list. <laughs> like a whole list. Uh, oh, the whole list of all show. halftime shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halftime show. Okay, list of Super Bowl halftime shows. Okay. Um, are we thinking like? Can you give me a in hint of what year? It's in the 2000s. 2000s. In the 2000s. Okay. <sighs> okay. 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 All right. Where the hell is the thing? 2000s. What? Oh, performers. Here we go. I'm still gonna go with Weezer. Um, <laughs> Shania Twain, and no doubt. No number three worst halftime show. In sync, Britney Spears and Aerosmith. Oh, that was my second guess. That, that was my second guess. <laughs> All right, yeah. second worst was the 2019 performance by Maroon Five. Okay, yeah, that I one's pretty that. bad. That, that and bad. the all-time worst was the 2018 performance by you guessed it, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know why I guessed that? Because I don't know who the Tennessee kids are, and why would they bring on the University <laughs> yeah. of Minnesota marching band? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, that's rough. What about Poor the commercials? What, it, what about the commercials? They get worse and worse every year. I'll be honest. <laughs> They get they get higher cost every year though. Oh yeah, well that's because they know companies are going to pay. I mean, it's not called the million dollar spot for no reason, you know. You know how much it's up to this year? Oh, uh, I think I think we looked. It was like thirty million. Thirty second spot is six point five million dollars. Yeah, uh. yeah. Now think about <laughs> now think about the guys who do like a minute and a half. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. That is insane. That is they bring in last year they brought in a record five hundred and like fifty million dollars. I five hundred five hundred and forty-five million in twenty twenty-one they brought. My my boss wants to start running commercials for uh March Madness. And even that, I was like, uh I don't want to know how much money you're potentially going to spend on something that I'm going to make. Like, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to talk about it because I, I'm gonna feel really <laughs> awful for what I push out. Like <laughs> crazy all right well uh, have we hit our mark have we done enough i think so. <laughs> can we all go home no i'm kidding it was a good yeah, show i got better places to be see you guys <laughs> it was a good show i enjoyed it i always enjoy it it's a great time um this this so chris this episode is actually going to hit before the super bowl you don't ask me why it's just going to so people are going to be able to listen okay. to this before the Super Bowl in, in about Super Bowl show. Look at us! Look at us! We got we got to play. Gotta play uh, we got we got to play catch <laughs> nice. up for moving feeds and anchor hating our bodies. Yeah, they don't love us anymore. They never did. Have they Let's ever really honest. loved us? Nope, never, <laughs> never. I I I genuinely considered starting a brand new account because I was done. I was tired of messing with it. They they have us on like a on like a list. Yeah. Just like we're, a red flag we're list. On a list. Like, yeah. It's all these F bombs Connor keeps dropping on all yeah. these episodes. Well we could be saying worse yeah. things though, you know? That's what I mean, mark and, and I mean, marking him as clean. If he wasn't so racist, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I, he's, I think, he's like, I think he's like few... Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh oh. Should I leave? Should, I, should we just go ahead and cut this last 15 minutes off for you guys? <laughs> and uh, here's Flash Friday. Music fading in. I actually, uh, yeah. I actually don't know what's going on with that. 
And it uh, sounds like you guys do. So it doesn't have to be tonight. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd listen to it. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy what's happening. You can sit right in. Now. You can sit in. It's are a gonna, little are, crazy. Are you doing it tonight? Talking... Yeah, I think we got to do a we got to do an update Flash Friday with all the latest news with Spotify okay. and Joe okay. Rogan. Yeah. Well, especially fun, since we're especially since we're just stick on with us, Connor. You can hang out for Flash Friday. I can. Should we just roll right. into it? Right. We're rolling. Okay, Hello, right, we're gonna, we're gonna cut here. Hold on, we're gonna cut right here. <laughs> but it moves no. now. It moves <laughs> to the next episode. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you sure we don't want to like close out the episode? Nope, 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 nope. This is it. See you this next clo- time. This is the close. This is the close. <laughs> and go. <laughs> and go. hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before we go, before we go, I was like skimming over a section of our uh, New Year's resolution podcast. And I, I'm gonna play a sound bite. I'm gonna play a sound bite from it because uh, it, it's hilarious. If you guys if you guys want to follow me there, please do. Um, it's at about uh, like let's say you're already kind of like a hearty. You just start eating a ton to like. Uh, I don't think I'm just lift a thing on. I'm on my phone trying to get just, over there. It's about oh, yeah. it's about well, like twelve minutes. The e- wait, lose. Wait, do I have to go? Is it better to do I, this? Right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lose fat. That, yeah. yeah. Are, are, are you you gonna gonna fat. Am I going to play it for you? Yeah. I, You know, I feel bad for the listener because I was like scrubbing through that while you guys were talking. So it's like double pressing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one minute. No one talk. I got to find it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Chris. Okay, okay, okay. 11 minutes and 58 seconds. It made me chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it, pretty funny. Are you playing it or what do I got to do? I, I can. You want me to play it? Yeah, yes, play it. Just play okay, it. Okay. Okay. Let me know when you're on that. I'm on. I'm on. All right. Um, can you hear this? That, yeah. Gain muscle, lose fat. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Okay. Chris, I was pulling out my banana bread. What was yours? I didn't share any yet. I'm in a kind of a predicament. So you're not going to tell uh, me you're one of those guys who's like too old, right? Yeah, too old for what? <laughs> average Chris. Too old, man. <laughs> I gotta play it again. I gotta play it again. I gotta play it again. <laughs> I didn't share any yet. I'm in a kind of a predicament. So you're not going to tell uh, me you're one of those guys who's like too old, right? Yeah, too old for what? Never Chris. Too old. Change, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, that all right, we're gonna we're gonna cut off here. And uh, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Flash Friday. I, I'm I'm gonna mute myself. I just want to listen. Okay. I uh, might I might so pop good. in. Who knows? Okay. Hang on, hang on. How do I get rid of this? Stream exit. There we go. And action. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Flash Fridays. And uh, this week, we have some big news that you've probably heard about and your grandparents have probably asked about and everyone else has asked about. <laughs> Today, oh, I'm, I'm sure. joined with Chris. <laughs> and What's we're going to be discussing on, the uh, Joe Rogan Spotify this uh, is, stuff. This is crazy. Um, 
what Spotify and Joe Rogan and what all of these artists are coming out. I kind of caught it trending this week and I, I just really kind of read through it real quick. I seen he was, he had some guests on cause he's been big about bringing guests on about uh, COVID talking about different um, from, from different doctors, both sides uh, to talk about these topics Mm -hmm. But he brought a couple that were controversial on to talk about it. One that kind of helped with the discovery of uh, uh, one of of the vaccine, uh, the technology behind the vaccine. The other one that was a well-known doctor that had been, I I don't even remember. I I listened to his, uh, his, little thing he gave as being sorry for what he did originally. Uh, but a, apparently a couple well-known people, the problem was the topic that they were talking about with COVID was somewhat con- con- uh, contradicting to what a lot of people had believed in, um, kind of talking about some speculations, whatnot. So Neil Young, I think, was the first to come out and say, look, if you're going to have this guy on, giving misinformation about COVID, then I want you to pull all of my music off the platform, off Spotify platform, as well as all of, uh, I guess, all of his uh, music completely. Mm-hmm. So Spotify basically Obliges. all, all <laughs> his stuff off and left Joe Rogan on their platform. And then you've seen all these other artists start to come out and basically follow suit. Um, a couple saying, well, if, if Neil Young's opening the door for this and he's going to talk about controversial topics like this around uh, COVID, then yeah, I'll pull our stuff off too. I don't know how many artists have come out or how many have had their stuff pulled off the platform. Um, but so far, it looks like Spotify is continuing to support Joe Rogan on this uh, Today, I seen Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, as most people know him by, had originally come out in support of uh, Joe Rogan's reasoning of why he had these guys on and talking about trying to get all these different perspectives as just a guy trying to understand COVID and uh, where we find ourselves within, what, over two years now in this pandemic and some of the things that have been truth, some of the things that have changed and the rock came out and supported him. Well, a few days later after this original controversy that was going down between music artists and Joe Rogan podcaster, um, one of the artists had posted a compilation of Joe Rogan throughout Several years. I don't know how ma- how many seasons been Joe Rogan's since two thousand and eight. So two thousand eight. So they've got all of his um, episodes on Spotify. Because my understanding is Spotify bought him out at like one one hundred million dollars, and they obtained the rights to all his material. So actually, no. Of, oh, yeah, no. Uh, no. Um, Spotify paid Joe. He he has complete rights to all his all of his stuff. 
it's um, still all his, all creative freedom to it. Um, the only thing is it's exclusive on Spotify and okay. for free as well. It, you don't okay. have to pay to listen to it. So so he owns the rights. They got the catalog. kind of the, the catalog to put on their platform and put it out for free to the listeners. So uh, I forget what artist it was, uh, but she came out and had kind of this compilation of all the years that he's been doing his podcast of him using the N-word. So now it has kind of morphed into what started with COVID now is Joe Rogan using racial uh, terminology uh, jargon that he shouldn't be using on his podcast. So he came out and also gave another apology, basically saying, yeah, I've said that over uh, the life of my podcast. It's kind of been taken out of context to an extent, but still not something that I should be saying on this platform understanding understandably so but the way this compilation was put together it was not showing any context any of the conversation that was being had so i don't know what are your thoughts with all this news and spotify and do you think they'll they'll do anything as uh, people continue artists continue to come out and the other thing that i guess they the artists are concerned about they get like less than one cent per stream like a pretty substantial difference of or a pretty substantial lower amount of one cent per stream versus this hundred million dollar what 10 11 year contract that they have bought with joe rogan as a podcaster so do you think it's more frustration coming out of them not getting the money that he's seeing or truly them feeling like he's spewing stuff he shouldn't be spewing even though he's a comedian and kind of using his platform in such a way or do you think he's being too controversial with all this i I just kind of want to know your thoughts on this whole situation yeah so i'll just kind of take it into parts here so i i've been listening to the joe rogan experience for probably like five years now um yeah (laughs) in regards all right so let's just start with the regards to the COVID stuff um my thoughts on it are i mean obviously joe isn't a news source you know (laughs) yeah it's it's an entertainment podcast so like for people trying to hold him to the fire of like oh misinformation like he's having on the people that are prominent in the space to talk to whether on whatever side they're on and if you want to take it into that way you should probably do the research on the person he's interviewing yourself and then kind of have that be your blinders and like your just like your focus for listening to it and yeah i mean it, joe's just a just a guy you know yeah <laughs> he, he's just a guy who does a podcast like I don't like the people who are trying to hold his feet to the fire for those particular reasons are just it's just kind of silly to me. Um, I don't know. It's it's he's not a like like let's say let's take CNN for example. Um, huge another huge Joe Rogan um story, him taking ivermectin, 
and CNN for a whole week and made it uh, to the top, like the top post of uh, news on Reddit and stuff like that, that Joe takes was taking horse dewormer for COVID. Mm. Mm. And uh, it was not. It was prescribed to him by his doctor. It's a human ivermectin that won a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, I think it was like five or six years ago. Um, and he ended up having uh, Sanjay Gupta, who's the uh, uh, doc, like the doctor correspondent for CNN, had him on there yep. and uh, talked to him about it. And he agreed that they should not have been saying that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like uh, Joe getting such fire for all this stuff and then all these other news companies that blast him don't ever have anything said against them for that kind of thing. And also, uh, let's see, you know, <laughs> in regards to the, to the, uh, you know, the N word, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have actually listened to a few episodes where he had dropped that one. I was like, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't know, but so, then most of so, them good. Well, the one that you've heard, you've heard since you've listened to him for five years, was there ever, and is there ever really context for an individual like him to be using that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're like a lot of those were cut off of him saying, this is what this person said. Like, I, I, I don't know his, like his personal friend group or like whatever that looks like. But I think there is some validity to saying the word so people understand what context of what this other person was saying. Like, um, I don't know. I like, I think the biggest thing, like, I don't think he should say, like, it's such a weird, like, I don't know, it, like, it can never leave my mouth on, yeah. like, like, I couldn't even, like, imagine saying it, you know, like, yeah. especially if I was, like, on air or something. Yeah. But also, like, um, those were mostly what the words were. It wasn't directed towards anyone. So, like, okay. I think it comes down to your personal, like, feeling towards it. Like, uh, obviously, Joe has a ton of people from different backgrounds, different races, whatever. Nobody thinks, as far as I've heard, most of the people that I listen to, talk to, or, like, people that I know personally listen to him. I mean, nobody really thinks he's a racist. Yeah, I think it's mostly behind your intent. And I think Joe is just a little too, uh, I think a lot of people are <laughs> a little too free with the word. Not really. Um, but not actually like meaning to say it with hate. Yeah. So Daniel Eck is the CEO of Spotify, right? Mm -hmm. So he came out and said that Joe Rogan's use of racial slurs, um, is, he condemned it and says silencing him is not the answer. A couple comedians came out on Twitter, uh, Whitney Cummins, 
Uh, she had said comedians did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and to take you through a spooky mental haunted house so that you can arrive at your own conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to, to be moral leaders. Uh, John Stewart, which has his own podcast now, um, came out and said, don't, don't leave, don't abandon, don't censor, just engage. So yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, yeah, you, you can't look to him to be your source of factual news, right? Just like you said, and you can't do cuts and piece out pieces of what people say either without really showing the context, because obviously everything can be taken out of context. And if mm. I'm sure not every instance was him repeating somebody, but I'm sure there were those instances. And like you say, I, I would never say that. <laughs> and I couldn't imagine being on a big platform like he, he is and be saying that even repeating somebody I would not do. So, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know why he, he would do that or I mean, makes him think he could. Here's the thing. Like I have uh, friends at work. There's this uh, one white guy and then we have uh, two black guys (laughs) and the white guy, he feels very comfortable saying it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. To him, to them. And they don't, they're like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. Uh, it's like it's not like he's like being a dick to us you know i was like i mean it's on you so, not on me <laughs> yeah so india Ari, ria Ari, r&b singer is who came out kind of following um neil young but also the one that wasn't talking about it being covid issues but more racial concern she had posted on Twitter and she's the one that posted the compilation video and says, I have decided to pull my music and podcast from Spotify. Neil Young opened the door. I must walk through it. I believe in freedom of speech. However, I find Joe Rogan problematic for reasons other than his COVID interviews. For me, it's also his language around race. What I am talking about is respect who gets it and who deserves it. Paying musicians a fraction of a penny and him $100 million, question mark. This shows the type of company that they are and the company that they keep. I'm tired. So, I don't know. I really feel like it's probably just using Joe as like a kind of like a stepping board to... I mean, Spotify does hold a very, very large... I don't, I don't know how how you would say it, but like they just they have such a grasp on the the market that artists have to use the, them. So it's kind of like hard In, to go against them whenever that's how you get most of your listens. Yeah. So in the world that we live in, with everything that we've seen, um, I mean, just over the past few years as it relates to COVID and as it relates to other issues where we've seen like big, big name people come crashing down because of some mistakes that they've made. Ed, where do you think this is going to go? Do you think this will be Joe crashing down at least out of the podcast Spotify? No, you think he's going to 
Oh yeah. Kind of like weather it, weather this storm. Absolutely. I this isn't I, this definitely isn't going to stop him. I mean, <laughs> he, whenever you have like I don't I think a majority of his like listener base is still going to be there. Like obviously they're going to be like eh, that's not cool, but at least he addressed it. Hey, it's going to keep on going. Google. So here's my conspiracy. Google Spotify CEO right now. Okay. So here is my conspiracy. Uh, When you see it pop up, I think uh, Daniel Eck and Joe Rogan are one in the same in some pictures they look they look almost identical it's like what? two they don't look nothing alike what <laughs> they're just bald they're bald with like a five o'clock shadow and look at some of those pictures it's like yeah i think he's I uh i think he's trying to be joe rogan himself i th- i don't know chris i think you're reaching with that one <laughs> all right well so who you knows know alex jones uh, no well i try i guess i try so yeah, I don't know where it's going to go, but I, I, it's definitely hot news right now and likely to be. If anything, this is just going to propel Joe even more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could possibly. Either we'll way, see. I mean, he wins. <laughs> like he still has his hundred million dollars, and he can just go back to YouTube or start his own yeah. thing. I mean, with uh, I think it was he finally is up back to almost uh, on average eleven million views per um episode how do you land how do you land a hundred million dollar deal like that and get to keep all your stuff basically i mean he probably would ask for a lot more if because the with what he's talked about with the deal that he made he said that he he retains all creative freedom for the show but he only sold the exclusivity rights interesting so i mean he won't be able to leave um, uh, unless he does some sort of deal with Spotify on leaving, but uh, yeah, I mean, he gets to just keep raking in the money from the show, basically, and then gets his hundred million dollars, and all he has to do is only keep it on Spotify. So that's a win-win-win. And then if they don't want it anymore, it's still win. Well, I don't think he's making the music industry happy right now. At least uh, several of the artists that are within it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> take that up with Spotify. <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for the latest on Spotify and Joe Rogan for this week. Yeah. There was something else that I saw that I wanted to mention, but I can't remember now. But yeah, Chris, would you like to take us out of here? All right. So there is a lot of news still. I know the Olympics were happening. Uh, there were some issues with us not having our teams protest or anything in China, which I know there was a lot of back and forth on that too. Uh, so I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of trying Russia, to silence. Ukraine's still going on. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy world we live in right now. But we'll be here every Friday. China and Russia making deals. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll try to keep you up to date on the hottest stories of each week. So until next time, subscribe. That way you're getting all the latest from us on the whatever podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. And cut. Beautiful. <laughs>